Hey everyone, welcome back to Launch Codes Football. I'm Chris. And I'm Chelsea. And today we are going to be talking about week we're in 15 of the nfl season sorry sometimes i just go blank on these things but i think we got some interesting ones today i'm in a little bit of a different room this time a little bit of um, travel away from home right now so as of now i'm in a different i guess you could say setup or office those of you listening on the podcast on spotify or apple podcasts are like why do I care? But <laughs> to those of you watching on YouTube, which is where you can see our faces, if you want to, on our channel, Launch Codes Football, I am in a different setup today. So, Wiles is up in New England going to fight the Nor'easter that's hitting today. <laughs> We're ready for it. But let's get into the first topic today. So I wanted to talk about just so normally we have a set where we talk about a specific game, what we found interesting within that game. But I'm going to be honest, I think for this week, I'm going to have to go with talking about the entire NFC East in their week. All right. I just want to acknowledge what they did this week. So first of all, the most glaring thing or the most obvious one was the Eagles beating the Saints 24-21. I mean, that was a huge win for the Eagles. I don't think many people expected them to win that game, especially with a rookie quarterback going in as Jalen Hurts came in. And I mean, he played fairly well. And Miles Sanders also, he was running the ball really well. Like their offense looked looked decent for the most part. They almost I they almost blew the game at the end with a special with a special teams onside kick mishap that was very reminiscent of the Atlanta Falcons. But they didn't. They got the ball on the onside kick, which you know the special teams coaches are going to be screaming at them this week for. <laughs> but overall, I think the NFC East is really interesting. You've got Washington beating the 49ers 23-15. to You've got the Cowboys beat the Bengals 30-7. to But the Giants losing to the Cardinals 26-7. to That was... The Giants needed to win that Cardinals game, and now Washington is in first place, and I believe they are a game ahead of the Giants now. And as long as the Giants can tie Washington, then they'll win the division. So they've just got to keep pace with them. They have to win out, in my opinion, because um, I don't think Washington is going to lose its upcoming games or they they'll have to for the giants to get it they're gonna have to lose one this is a critical loss for them in my opinion i don't know chelsea what do you think well i picked washington in the beginning of our podcast to win the nfc east so i'm gonna roll with washington still i know their schedule is tougher but i do think that they are the best team in the division especially on defense, even though the Giants, you know, they have a, a good defense, which surprises all of us every day because we all thought the Giants were pretty bad. But, you know, their defense, it showed up. But I'm still going to go with Washington. I mean, they've won, what, two, three in a row. Mm. So, I mean, they're on a roll. And, and you know, the Giants just lost. The Eagles beat the Saints, but they're too far out of it to win at this point. And the Cowboys aren't going to, obviously. So I'm still going to go with Washington personally. Yeah, I agree. I'm going with Washington, too. I think that they are the best team in the division right now. I do think the Giants also have a good defense like you were talking about. I just think Washington right now, they're hot. They're a game ahead. They just have to win out, and they will. 
I mean, if it went out, they're going to have a winning season. And I mean, nobody thought anybody was getting that in this division. And for sure. I mean, I will say, I think that if the Giants had Saquon Barkley, that they would have more shot, more of a shot of winning the division. But, you know, he went out in what week one or two with a serious season ending injury. So I think that definitely puts a damper on their playoff hopes. And, but I mean, look at, look at Washington's running back. I mean, you got Antonio Gibson, mm-hmm. a rookie who no one thought was going to do anything and is balling out and is one of the best rookie running backs this year. So, I mean, he was a really nice surprise for Washington. I mean, you can't not help but cheer for Washington. I mean, they got Ron Rivera over there who, you know, coached the Panthers for, I don't know how long, a long time. And then, I mean, you got Alex Smith up there who's like doing something that no one thought would ever be done. So it's kind of hard to cheer against Washington, in my opinion. I think they're just a feel-good team right now. And one of our friends, Luke, is a huge Washington fan. The amount of things I've seen on his social media and his stories and everything, he's been hype, which, I mean, can't blame him. Washington, they're just a feel-good story right now. And I just, I don't want to cheer against them. I hope they win. Yeah. It's interesting to me. I don't think their offense is very good right now. Mm-hmm. And it, but I think it's good enough to be serviceable. I think you've got guys on the offensive end like Antonio Gibson. You've got guys, uh, their tight end, Logan Thomas, Terry McLaurin. Uh, Alex Smith is a solid quarterback. Like he's going to get you solid numbers. He's not going to make too many mistakes. And I think that's honestly the type of team that Washington can win as. I mean, they have been winning as it. Because they don't have to be a high-flying offense. They don't have to be, you know, scoring 40-plus a game Kansas City style or throwing it, it, doing an air raid offense or anything like that. But they're winning games based off of what's working. And you just got to give props to them, which kind of leads me into my next thing I wanted to talk about a little bit with you, Chelsea. What? Do you think that the NFC East is as bad as we thought at the beginning? I think that the Cowboys are as bad as we thought that they were. Once Dak went out, it was pretty much over for them. I agree. Not that they don't have good skill players. I mean, they have Ezekiel Elliott, who's arguably a top five running back in the league. They have good receivers like Gallup and Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. Their tight mm-hmm. ends are kind of lacking. I think their starter right now is Blake Jarwin, which like he's okay, but you know, he's not a Travis Kelsey or, you know, a Zach Ertz or anything like that. But yeah, I think the Cowboys are as bad as people think that they are. I think that the Eagles are bad, but don't appear as bad with Jalen Hurts, but they're still pretty bad. Hmm. Jalen Hurts just gives them the opportunity to move him around more. Um, as we're going to talk about later, one of my friends is a huge Eagles fan and he talked about how having Hertz gives the Eagles the opportunity to kind of take some of the pressure off of their lackluster offensive line. So with him running around and Carson, not really being that, you know, kind of player at quarterback, I think that that helps some of their issues, but ultimately it doesn't erase them. You know, their line is still Mm -hmm. bad. Their receivers are still not particularly great. Um, Their tight ends are good and their running back is good, but I still think that they're bad. I just don't think they're going to look as bad with Hertz, but I still think that they're bad. Mm -hmm. Um, The Giants, I think they're bad on offense. I think 
that Daniel Jones is not that good, um, which is sad. You never want to see a young kid come into the NFL and not thrive. So I think that's sad. I think they're considerably more legit on defense than people give them credit for. Um, Because no one talked about the NFC East for like, what, two thirds of the season. (laughs) No Mm. one cared about the division because they were all bad, right? But yeah, I think their defense is good. Um, And then Washington, I think that they are getting hyped as being good, but I don't think that they're as good as they're getting hyped to be. Like their defense is good. They have one of the best passing defenses in the league and their D-line is just spectacular, right? And -hmm. I think they have the pieces on offense to be better, but I just don't think that they're going to be like I do think they're the best team in the division but I think everyone's like yeah like gung-ho like Washington is the best team right now and they are for sure but let's not get ahead of ourselves and you know put them up there with the Packers and the Saints of the world like they aren't you know that caliber of team but they are a good team and I think that if they went out and got a superstar quarterback and another wide receiver maybe some O-linemen they could be really good that they can make a Super Bowl run. So I do think that, you know, they're definitely the best. I do think they're getting overhyped a little right now. Like, they're definitely good. But they're not, like, going to go out and beat the Packers with Aaron Rodgers or anything. You know, so. But, yeah, I think for the most part, teams are about as bad as their records show. Um, but I do still think Washington is the best. And I do still think that the Cowboys are bad. So sorry to my friend Judah, but he knows that they're bad. So he'll concur with me. But oh, yeah. Even Cowboys fans got to admit that this was not a good year for them. But because honestly, like if they did have Dak, I think they probably win this division. I mean, I think that they'd win the division only because they had Dak. I mean, Dak's a top five quarterback. He can carry that team if you think he's top five. Yeah, I I think he's top five when he's healthy. Mm. Yeah. But let's be real. If there was going to be any GM in the league who would not sign Dak Prescott to a max deal because he's dumb, it would be Jerry Jones. So not going to lie. I would not be surprised if Dak was not a Cowboy next year. I don't know where that'll lead. I think think even Jerry Jones knows – like here's the thing for Dak Prescott right now with the Dallas Cowboys is that with them not doing very well without him, it's showing that they need him now. Definitely. Now he apparently was offered a big time contract in the last off season or something like 40 million a year. And apparently he rejected that, which if that, you know, if that was true, then, you know, that's a, I mean that's a lot of money and if he can't if he's not taking 40 million a year that's that's not I I don't know how many teams are going to want to pay him that much. Now, my, to my surprise the reaction to my surprise reaction of uh Chelsea saying Dak is top 5, I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he is. It just surprised me. I didn't um I haven't really thought too much about it mainly probably because he's been injured and haven't really seen him play that much this year. But I do think he is easily top 10 now. Um, he's sure. progressed in his game and he's, I mean, he's looking good and he's got good receivers. He's got a good, he's got a decent offensive line. I do think they've struggled this year, but definitely. 
also something I wanted to mention and I thought was just a little bit of a side note, but I thought it was interesting with the NFC East or specifically with the Eagles. I actually thought against the Saints that their offensive line played pretty well against a very good defensive front. It impressed me. I mean, Jalen Hurts now, I think what Jalen Hurts does, is he gives them a little bit of opportunity to get out of the pocket or he, he's able to escape the pocket better than Carson Wentz, and he's able to make plays from there. I'm not saying Carson Wentz can't do that at all, but I think Jalen Hurts against the Saints, he just looked like he could do it, and he was doing it well, and the Saints couldn't stop him. And so I just kind of wanted to mention that. But going back to our main topic with this, I don't think the NFC East is good. I you know I'm not saying that with this question. I do think yes, like they've for the most part been bad this year. They all have losing records and there's just no excuse for that. They've been bad this year, but I think at the end they've become serious competitors and definitely I agree with that. And I respect that, you know, they didn't just give up on the year. They're not just all trying to tank. They're not all throwing in the towel for next year. They're, they're the giants and Washington, even the Eagles and now the Cowboys, like they all are looking like they're trying to, do something they're looking competitive like an nfl team and i don't know i think there's something to be said about that i I agree i mean you gotta love seeing jalen hurts go out against one of the best teams in the nfc and just take down their defense you know you gotta love that and you know half the reason for that was definitely because he's good you know he's a talented guy we saw him in college we know what he can do and let, I mean, I'm sure that the Saints, when they had been watching the Eagles for this game, probably had game planned more for Carson Wentz, right? And then Hertz goes out, starts. It's his first game against them. They're unexperienced against him. That gives him an edge, you know? It was really cool to see him do what he did. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Carson Wentz. I think ultimately that if Hertz pans out, they're going to trade Wentz to a team with a good offensive line because you put Wentz behind a good O-line and he can shred you. Put him behind a bad O-line, he can't run away. He takes six sacks a game. So, I mean, I really think it's going to come down to if there are any suitors who have a good line who are willing to take him. So that'll be interesting to see. But I do think we should take a moment to acknowledge that while it was amazing that Jalen Hurts went out and just totally took that New Orleans defense off guard if Drew Brees had played in this game the Eagles would not have won let's just take Mm. a moment to acknowledge that Hurts beat their defense Hurts did not beat their offense their offense is about 10 times better with Drew Brees than it is with Taysom Hill no hate for Taysom Hill Drew Brees is just a generational guy who's one of the best quarterbacks of all time so I mean let's just take a moment like the win was impressive and their line played well, and he played well, and even their defense played well against Mm -hmm. that team, and they won, and you got to respect the victory. But let's just take a moment to remember that if Drew Brees had played, they would not have won that game. But that does not take away from Hurts' performance against their defense. Because what, their defense is what, a top five defense in the league? Mm -hmm. So that's really impressive that a rookie went in with a lackluster wide receiver core and, you know, a bad offensive line went in and took down that defense. That's amazing. But mm. it'll be interesting to see what that offense looks like with Drew Brees back. 
because we know what Drew Brees can do, and we know that the Saints can go out and drop 50 if they really feel like it. So I'm excited for Brees to come back. He needs to get his ribs all healed up and his lacerated lung, and hopefully he's fine. Gotta love Drew Brees. He's a Purdue guy. Go Boilermakers. I... You know, I, I agree with you to some extent. I do think that Drew Brees being there would have, the Saints would have had an even better chance at winning because I don't think Taysom Hill, he's not a bad quarterback. He's not. But I think if he were to play quarterback in the league, he would be a backup. He doesn't. Also not Drew Brees. I, I, yeah, and I agree with that. It, Drew Brees is an all-time generational talent. and but, but you look at Taysom Hill and he's not, he hasn't been playing terrible, but he hasn't been playing very great either. They, I think he's better at what they originally have him as is kind of a do everything guy. I mean, I think that's what he's best at is just being an athlete on the NFL field. And I mean, that sounds weird to some people, but it almost, it's almost like he's like a high school player, you know, high school players tend to play multiple positions and things like that. Whereas Taysom Hill, he's playing quarterback. He's sometimes out there covering on special teams. He's making tackles. He's running the ball. He's playing tight end. And I mean, I think that's what he's best at is just doing a lot of different things. He doesn't do one thing particularly super well to the point where, all right, he is this position, but he's just a good talent to have on the team. And I think that's what he's best at. I think though the Saints with Drew Brees, Drew Brees is great but I don't think their offense is you know a Kansas City Chiefs with him in I think they're good I don't think they're just gonna drop you know 50 60 points out of nowhere I think they're I mean no many not many NFL teams drop 60 points I can't honestly think of the last one who did but I mean, I think like their offense is good, but Drew Brees is not, he's can't throw the deep ball like he used to. I think he's better at making very smart decisions. He's still very accurate. Um, And I mean, he really loves using Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is a great weapon for Drew Brees. And so that's just kind of my thoughts on the Saints with them having Drew Brees. I think they probably would have won the game with Drew Brees. I agree with that, though. Yeah, I mean, me saying that the Saints can go out and drop, you know, 40 points a game, like we've seen them go out and drop 37 points in a game. Now, obviously, they're not as high-flying as the Chiefs, right? Mm -hmm. But if they get going, if you get Kamara going, Mm -hmm. Thomas going, it's over. You know, for most teams, I mean, the Chiefs, let's be honest, they're an an anomaly. Um, There are not many teams that are like them. There are not many teams that are built like them. And there are not many teams that have the talent that they have. And you're right. You know, Drew Brees is getting older. He has his parts of his game that are so strong and the parts of his game that are not. But I don't know about you, but I would take Drew Brees over probably 90% of the quarterbacks in the league right now. I agree. And I think that speaks for, you know, his talent and what he can do on the field. And I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if the Saints, you know, beat out the Packers in the shootout and went to the Super Bowl to face the Chiefs. Do I think that they beat the Chiefs? Only if the Chiefs shot shot themselves in the foot. Um, but I do think they're a talented team. I think they can put up a lot of points. And I think that they can really go out and beat pretty much anyone with Drew Brees. It's just a matter of if he gets back in time. 
Saints fans are all praying for Drew Brees, I'm sure. <laughs> Definitely. They need him. I do think they need him back. All right. But our next topic here, Chelsea, what yeah. you got for us? So let's talk about that Monday night game. Lamar playing Superman. Best game of the year by far. Goodness gracious. Let's just acknowledge that the score was 47 to 42, right? You're not going to see very many games in this league with a score like that. So let's just acknowledge the horrible defense on both sides and then move on and talk about the offense. All right, good. We acknowledged it. So this is a QB styles duel, right? You got Baker versus Lamar, more of a traditional guy in Baker versus a hybrid type guy in Lamar. Baker's numbers, he was 28-47 for 343 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. And he had five rushes for 23 yards and a touchdown. And then on the other side, drastically different numbers, right? You got Lamar Jackson, who's 11 of 17 for 163 yards and one touchdown with nine carries, 124 yards, and two touchdowns, right? You cannot get any different than that, right? Baker throws it 47 times and Lamar throws it 17 times. You really can't get any different than that. Uh, Chubb and Hunt for the Browns also went off, right? Four combined touchdowns. And then Gus Edwards and Dobbins for the Ravens, they went off too. They had three combined touchdowns. There were seven rushing touchdowns in this game, which I'm sure you have some older fans in the NFL who watched that game and were like, yeah original style pound the ball ground and pound football and while it was I think it had its own 21st century spin on it right because a lot of those rushing yards and some of those touchdowns came from Lamar the quarterback rushing which you know Mm -hmm. you weren't going to see a while back so it's an interesting 21st century spin on the ground and pound type game right Uh, Let's acknowledge Tyus Bowser with his huge interception that he returned down to the Browns one yard line in the third quarter. That was an amazing interception. I don't know if you saw it or not, but that was good. He just jumped right in front of the receiver, dropped back into coverage when Lamar thought he was going to rush and just absolutely picked him off. It was amazing. Mm. And then let's talk about the most important quarter of this game, the fourth quarter. Right. So you got Baker. Baker drives the Browns down the field. He scores. Then Lamar Jackson, during that drive, goes out of the game because of cramps, not because of pooping. Oh, come on. The memes are saying <laughs> it was cramps. Get out of here, Twitter. Whatever. And Grace I, mm. McSorley comes in to replace Lamar Jackson. At this point, Ravens Reddit was freaking out. Everyone's freaking out. Twitter's freaking out. Reddit's freaking out. Instagram's freaking out. Everyone's freaking out, right? McSorley almost blows it and ends up leaving the game with a leg injury because he falls down on the turf. There were like so many people falling down in this game. I don't know what the deal was. If they just all had bad cleats or if the turf was like being weird or something. I don't know what the deal was. But then in the nick of time, miraculously, Lamar comes back to throw a 44-yard bomb touchdown to Marquise Brown he fools the Browns who think he's gonna run because that's what he's been doing all game and then 
Dobbins, who had a good game, gets the two-point conversion to make the score 42 to 35, right? So now, you know, Ravens, Ravens Twitter's feeling a little bit better now. You know, they got the score. Lamar is at the same time while scoring, you know, going against all those antics. Like, you can't throw the ball. Goes, throws 44-yard touchdown. So Ravens fans are living their best life right now, right? And then you got Baker Mayfield drives the Browns all the way down the field on the ensuing drive in four plays, 75 yards, ending in a touchdown catch from Kareem Hunt, who like totally outstretched his body, his arms, uh, like right over that pylon. Like what an epic drive. And then, you know, Baltimore, they get the ball back and everyone's freaking out because the game is tied, right? And Lamar and Mark Andrews connect twice in a row for two 14-yard catches to help lead the Ravens down the field to win the game behind a 55-yard kick from Justin Tucker, who, by the way, is the most accurate field goal kicker of all time. And the Ravens also get a safety in the last Browns drive due to a last hope hook and ladder play, which just went horribly. Don't ever try that play. So final score, Ravens 47, Browns 42. The question I pose to you is, if the Browns had made their field goals, they would have won this game. So, what is Cody Parkey's future? Because, what, he missed a field goal and an extra point. And they lost by not that much. You know, if they had made their field goals and had been able to drive down the field once more and get another field goal, they would have won this game, right? They had a couple punts in this game. Baker had an interception. I think someone fumbled. Can't remember exactly. But if they had cleaned up their mistakes in this game and had made their field goals, they probably would have won this game. It was a crazy game. I could see that. I think, I mean, they lost by five. I think if any NFL team on offense puts up 42 points, they should win the game. Their defense should be able to hold... if you if you're gonna be a good team like I think the Browns are, you gotta hold a team under 42 points. Your defense has to do that. I mean, I think the Browns even have talent on defense, but I think also the Ravens this they knew this was a must-win game for them, and in order to make the playoffs, in my opinion, they got they had to beat the Browns, and they did. So a lot of props to them. I I still think the poop theory is funny. Um, part of me wants to believe that it's true, but it's probably not. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, this is a good game. Um, game of the year. I mean, so far, I think maybe so. I think, I mean, Baker showed that he's still playing well and Lamar showed that he can still play well. I've heard a lot of people hate on Lamar this year and maybe this was a little bit of a game for him to say look I'm still here I'm still ready you know I I think people have been very hard on Lamar and not all unjustifiable but I think it's I I do think people are overreacting a little bit to this year it's like yeah he hasn't played that well but he's not just done I think as a quarterback yet it's I think it's way too early to say that I know people don't they don't all love the way that he plays because he's not a normal quarterback, but oh, well, Well, that's the way that he plays. Let's take a moment to ask this question, right? So we've seen Baker Mayfield this year, right? 
Baker Mayfield has had games like this in which he's looked absolutely amazing, right? He's had games like the Titans game in which, you know, he looked absolutely amazing. And then he's had games where he looks absolutely horrible, right? He's pretty inconsistent. He's very talented, but he's also very inconsistent. So let me pose this question to you. Do you think that Baker Mayfield is going to be the guy for the next 10 years for the Browns or the next five years or, you know, however long he plays? Because I think that if he was consistent, he'd be a top 10 quarterback easily, right? But just because he's not, he isn't. But he has the talent to be that. And he definitely shows he can go out and beat big teams. I mean, he almost went out and beat the Ravens and then they absolutely slaughtered the Titans last week, which shout out to the Colts. Got my Colts beanie on today, repping the cold weather gear. But yeah, what do you think? I mean, do you think Baker is the guy? Do you think he'll fix his consistency problems? Because at this point, I just don't know what to think about him. Like he's obviously very talented. He just can't do it every week. And I mean, if you can't do that every week, I don't know how long he's going to stay a starter in this league, especially against a stacked AFC. Honestly, I don't think Baker is bad. I think he's played well for them. I don't know if he's the guy for the next 10 years. I don't know that. I think to be a guy on a single team for 10 years, you got to be really good. I think, though, now here's the thing. We're asking for stability in Cleveland. Like, when have they ever had, when have they had, like, good, a good stable team in Cleveland? It just doesn't happen. The only stability they've had is, (laughs) the, the only stability they've had is they've been bad. I mean... So I don't even think I don't even think Cleveland fans are expecting Baker Mayfield to just be this, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback that the greatest of all time. I don't think they even I don't think you need that necessarily. I think the Browns just need a serviceable quarterback and somebody that can just make smart decisions, make the right plays. And so far, Baker has done that. And I don't think he's, you know, top five as of yet. I think he yeah, he does have talent to be top 10, and he could be that. We don't know yet. But I think overall, like, he's looked good in the past couple games. If they can keep it up, then I think they could make some serious playoff runs. I don't know about a Super Bowl. I think their defense is going to have to clean up more for them to make that type of run. Because right now, I mean, giving up 47 to, to any team, that's just not a good night. I don't care if it's the Chiefs or whoever. Your defense has no excuse to give up 47 points, especially when your offense puts up 42, unless the offense is just throwing a bunch of picks or fumbling. I get that. Or your special teams is screwing up. Okay, maybe that makes sense. But I don't think the Browns weren't making that many mistakes on offense. I mean, obviously teams are going to, but ultimately, if you're the Cleveland defense, you got to hold them under 42. And... I mean, it's a Ravens offense that I don't think is bad, but it's not a high-flying air raid offense. It's Lamar Jackson runs the ball. He runs it very well, and they run the ball a lot. And it's working for them. But for Baker to be the guy for the next 10 years, he'll have to step it up a lot, and he's going to have to look very consistent throughout those 10 years if he wants to get that type of deal and if he wants to be that quarterback in Cleveland. If he wants to be the guy who brought Cleveland out of the the misery pit, the factory of sadness, as people on YouTube and throughout the internet call the Cleveland Browns stadium, (laughs) um, 
he's going to have to look better or he's going to have to continue to look the way that he has in the past couple games. The question is, is this just a hot streak? Is this a, you know, permanent change? I don't know. We're just going to have to see where he goes. So I think he has the potential to be able to, but even for the Browns to win a Super Bowl or go somewhere big, I mean, all he has to do is play, is play smart. Well, let's take a moment to acknowledge that Stefanski was an amazing hire for the Browns. I have not seen a head coach like Stefanski for the Browns in more or less my whole life. They finally managed to get a guy who finally managed to build some kind of a culture in Cleveland, who is a good coach, a smart guy, relatable. The players love him. So really shout out to the Browns front office for hiring him. He might be the best hire in the last few years in the NFL because he has honestly transformed this team. And, you know, they don't have a lot to hang their heads about. You know, did they lose? Yes. Is their defense questionable? Absolutely. I follow some Browns fans account, fan accounts on our Instagram, Launch Codes Football, and they were like, why did we pour all of this money into our defense if they can't hold a team under 47 points? And I was like, good point. So it'll be interesting to see if the defense can pull it together because I definitely think that's a part of their team that needs to step it up right now. I mean, when's the last time we saw the Browns drop 42? Mm-hmm. Normally the Browns drop like six, right? And that's <laughs> it. The game's over. So I think that a lot of this loss ultimately falls on the defense. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, you guys are a playoff-worthy team, but you are not going to go anywhere in the playoffs if you give up 47 points. And, I mean, the type of offenses you're going to be facing in the playoffs are offenses like the Chiefs, like the Saints, like the Packers, like even the Steelers when they can pull it together, maybe even the Colts. So, I mean, it's not like you're going to be facing dingy offenses. So they're going to have to, you know, do some soul searching or something because this is ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. And in order for them to be that Super Bowl caliber team, the offense is going to have to play as well as it has been. And the defense is just going to have to shut teams down. And I think they have the potential to do that. They have some talented I think they pieces. do too. They just haven't put it together yet. And the season's coming to a close soon. So I don't know how much longer they have. Mm-hmm. Well, but now yeah. let's transition into the second game. Let's talk about that Dolphins defense, right? So Chiefs-Dolphins, the Chiefs did not score in the first quarter of this game. The Chiefs did not score in the first quarter of this game. That is wild if we know anything about the Chiefs. Mahomes looked human in this game. He had two picks in the first half and one in the second. McCole Hardman had a fumble in the third quarter. Kelsey and Tyreek were still as good as ever with their touchdowns, per usual. I'm sure everyone saw Tyreek absolutely burn the Dolphins' secondary on that, what, 40- or 50-yard catch. That was just ridiculous. He is a cheat code, and it's unfair. Let's just take a moment. The Dolphins missed opportunities. They missed a field goal in the first quarter. They had an interception in the second, and, you know, they punted it away, took field goals instead of touchdowns, etc. I think that if this is the kind of game that if you, if it's fourth and two on the 10 yard line of the Chiefs, you gotta go for it. You gotta go for the touchdown because you're not gonna beat the Chiefs with field goals, even if they do play really bad. I mean, 
Patrick Mahomes threw three picks and they still put up 33 points. If he had not thrown three picks, they probably would have put up at least 40. So, I mean, I think in a game like this, you got to go over your touchdowns instead of your field goals. Like, I understand why they did, because any points you can get against the Chiefs is a win. So, I understand why they did. But, I mean, you got to get touchdowns if you're going to beat the Chiefs. You got to make your field goals. (laughs) You got to sustain drives. But, I mean, you also got a rookie quarterback leading the offense. So, it's not like they really have a lot to hang their heads about either. I mean, they put up 27 on the Chiefs, who, you know, they're not known for having the most prolific defense in the league. But their defense is good enough to shut down people if they need to, right? But this Dolphins defense is legit. The offense, you know, still has a ways to go. You've got a rookie quarterback, could upgrade some upgrade some of your skill positions. I think they're set at tight end. Gasecki is a baller. But expect, you know, it has a lot of promise. Their offense has a lot of promise. Their team has a lot of promise. They have good coaching. So, I mean, I expect this team to contend in the AFC and in the division with the Bills and the Patriots for the next while, you know. It'll be interesting to see if the Patriots go back to their former glory next year because a lot of their players on defense opted out this year. So, I think that if the Patriots had their whole team, they'd be a lot better on defense than they are currently. But, I mean, Dolphins defense is legit. They shut down the Chiefs running game which not a lot of teams can do. I mean, of course you had Tyree Kill with that one carry, 33-yard touchdown end around, which is just crazy. Like, no one can stop him. But, I mean, for the most part, they shut the running game down. I mean, Edwards Alaire didn't really do anything. I think he had less than 50 yards in this game. So I expect future playoff teams to try and copy what the Dolphins did in this game. Because did the Dolphins lose? Yeah, absolutely. But did they almost win? Yeah, absolutely. So I expect this blueprint to try and get copied by some more talented teams in the league. I mean, like I was saying, Tua was okay. He was 28, 48, 50%. You know, that's not great. It's not horrible, but, you know, could have been better. But I mean, you are also playing the Chiefs. 316 yards, which is a lot of yardage against them, two touchdowns and a pick. So, I mean, those are okay numbers. They're not like five touchdowns, zero picks, 450-yard Aaron Rodgers numbers. But they were almost good enough to beat a Chiefs team that everyone is picking to be in the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's improving more and more each start, right? But Mahomes and co., they can't make these mistakes if they expect to win another Super Bowl. Mahomes can't go out in a playoff game and throw three picks, right? They can't fumble the ball because the Chiefs are the best team in the league, in my opinion. But if they go out and they make mistakes – and they don't play up to the caliber that they're able able to, they can be beat. And they were almost beat in this game. They barely won this game and turned it over three times. I mean, they still won. And they had, what, three, four turnovers? So if they hadn't had any turnovers, they probably would have dropped, what, probably two more touchdowns at least on this defense, even though this defense is really good. I mean, you're also you know playing the Chiefs. So, mm. But the Dolphins, they have a very promising team, right? I hope – They make it to the playoffs and can show what they have against AFC heavyweights. I think right now they're the seventh seed. So they're right on the fringe of getting in the playoffs. I think it's either going to be them or the Ravens for the seventh seed. And I hope that they make it in over the Ravens because I want to see what Tua has, right? He's a rookie season, first playoff appearance going up against AFC heavyweights. You know, I want to see that. But all in all, I thought it was a good game. 
think the Chiefs looked human. They need to clean it up. And I think that the Dolphins looked good for the most part. I mean, two of those interceptions were tips. And, you know, while it's widely known in the NFL that a tip pick is the easiest interception you can get, any interception against Patrick Mahomes is honestly astonishing at this point. So it was a good game. I still think the Browns game was a better game this week. This game was very interesting to watch, and I expect future teams who play the Chiefs to try and go out and do what the Dolphins did because it almost worked. I agree. I'm looking at the Chiefs' schedule right now and who they or the past couple games that they've won. They're obviously a very good team. They only have one loss on the year. But I do want to acknowledge something that could come into play during playoff time or even this next game against the Saints. I don't know what's going to happen, but let, let's just acknowledge the Chiefs, while I do believe they are the number one team in the NFL right now, the last four games that they – well, actually, I take that back. The last five games that they've had, all of them have been one-possession games. So the last game that they blew anybody out in were the Jets. It was in on November 1st. Well, they are the Jets. They are the Jets. And yes, but like – and the week before that, they blew out the Broncos 43-16. to 16. And, you know, they were – I mean, hmm. They were winning games by multiple possessions. Recently, they've been winning games, and there is, I'm not discrediting their wins because a win in the NFL is is great. But with the Panthers, one by two, 33 to 31. Against the Chiefs, or against the Raiders, they won 35 31. Against the Buccaneers, 27 24. Broncos, 22 to 16. Dolphins 33 to 27. Now, in a lot of ways, some people will look at that and be like, well, they're clutch. That means they're getting wins in the clutch, even if it's a close game, which, yes, I would agree that in a lot of ways, that's a good sign for the Chiefs going forward. But we already knew they were clutch. I think one of the things they're going to have to show is can they just can they just pound a team? I mean, they haven't really done that this year. And I think part of that is due to that that chief's defense right now is suspect in my opinion it's it's not bad obviously it can win games it shut the broncos to 16 they shut down tampa to only 24 which in my opinion 24 points in the nfl that's passable for a defense that's fine um but my thing is i'm seriously i'm concerned for them if they don't Let's say in the playoffs, you know, I think in the playoffs, things get tighter. Your offense isn't going to look normally as crisp as maybe it does in the regular season. You've had that bye week, which on a lot of, in a lot of ways, that's a good thing. They're going to be able to rest and heal up right before the playoffs. But in the regular season right now, they're getting a game in every week and they're able to just keep on going through. You got to wonder also, are the Chiefs just going through the motions at this point? Are they just trying to get to the playoffs right now? I'm not discrediting their performances or anything like that. I'm not saying they're not trying, but They've already clinched a playoff spot. They're Super Bowl champs from the year before. Everybody's picking them to do it again. Is that somewhere in their mentality? Maybe. I don't know them. I don't know them personally, so I can't say that it's not, but I can't say that it is for certain. But it's just something to think on. Are the Chiefs just right now just trying to get to the playoffs? No, I mean, I definitely think that's a valid point. 
you know, everyone's picking them to win, you know, they're still going out and having good games. They're just not going out and, you know, running by people like we're accustomed to, which I mean, I think that you pointing out their last five games, I don't think that a lot of people have noticed that, right? Because Patrick Mahomes, he's the golden boy of the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, the torch has passed from Brady to him. Let's just be honest. As a Colts fan, we love to see it. Go Patrick Mahomes. Please be better than Tom Brady. Every Colts fan ever. But I mean, you've got a point. They have not been going out and crushing people. They have been looking human which you know they are but you know what we're accustomed to is not what we've been getting and I completely agree with you when you said that the defense is sus because it is it is definitely not a top five defense in the league I don't even know if it's a top 10 defense in the league which with that offense do you necessarily need a top five defense no They put all their money into their offense and enough into their defense for it to be serviceable, right? But, I mean, you go up against tough teams in the playoffs, especially when you start playing against NFC teams. I mean, I don't know about you, but Aaron Rodgers is scary. I mean, I know that the Colts beat him this year, but it was barely. And it wasn't even his fault (laughs) that they lost. He threw Mm -hmm. one interception, which we got. you know an incredible play by our guys but I mean he is very very talented once you get a healthy Drew Brees back very very talented so I mean I think that their defense is gonna have to pull it together and fast because if they don't their defense might be the reason that they lose in the playoffs and if the Chiefs lost in the playoffs I'd probably pick the the Saints or the Packers to win not anyone else in the AFC So, I mean, I think that the AFC hope really hinges on the Chiefs because we all know they're a really good team. But if that defense does not pull it together in these next three weeks, and, I mean, they do get a bye week, you know, because they're the first seed they clinched. So they get their bye week. So that will certainly help because they'll be able to digest the matchups and what they see in the playoffs. So that will definitely help. But, I mean, we know how good the offense is, even without Damian Williams even with some of their lower receivers not performing. We know how good it is, right? They could go out there with no offensive line, Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek, and still beat people. That's how good those three are, right? But, I mean, their defense, they got some work they have to put in because for all the big names on that defense, you would think they'd be way better than they are. I mean, there have been some players on that defense who have consistently performed. I mean, look at Matthew, right? He's been really good. He had, I think he had an interception in this game against the Dolphins. If it wasn't this game, I think it was last week. But, you know, he's been really good. They have a lot of solid pieces. You know, I don't know if it's a chemistry issue. I don't know if they're just riding the struggle bus right now. I don't know what it is. But if the Chiefs want to go up against Aaron Rodgers and beat Aaron Rodgers, It's going to be their defense that's going to have to show up because you can pin Rodgers against Mahomes and they can go all night, right? They can throw a touchdown after touchdown after touchdown, and it could be a super high-scoring game. But winning that game is going to come down to the defense getting a stop. And if the defense can't get a stop or two, they're not going to win. Mm. So their defense needs to pull together, especially their secondary. Their secondary is bad. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, as of right now, or – I'm reading a report here that says the Chiefs allow the 16th 
most yards on the t- and 20th most plays, giving the defense 16th highest. So they're pretty much average. Middle of the pack. And I mean, they're not, that's that's serviceable. I'm not saying you can't oh. win with that. And I don't even think their defense was elite last year. But it's, you know, it doesn't have to be this fantastic thing. So I don't know what's going to happen with them. We'll see. But overall, though, the Chiefs, I still think they're the best team. But we'll just have to see where they end up with the playoffs. I think they will probably that at least make the AFC championship. I but, agree. And in my opinion, that's at least where they'll go. But to a lot of people, an AFC championship appearance is not like it's kind of disappointing just to a lot of people now consider that's considering because they won it last year although not many teams have repeated in the nfl i mean we're automatically saying they're going to the super bowl they're doing it but i mean teams this isn't basketball and baseball or things like that they just don't repeat in the nfl that's just not a very common thing so but when it does happen you know that a franchise is legit Mm-hmm. I agree. So the next thing I just wanted to get into a little bit was the NFL playoff bracket. I know we've been talking about that, but I think just a little bit on that, I am as just an update of what's going on here. So I'll read off here some of the, or what the playoff bracket looks like right now. So in the AFC, you've got the chiefs as the number one seed. They've clinched their division. The number two seed are the Steelers. They've clinched a playoff berth. Three seed, the Bills. Four seed, the Titans. Fifth seed, the Browns. Sixth seed, the Colts. And the seventh seed right now are the Dolphins. Um, On the bubble, you've got the Baltimore Ravens right underneath the Dolphins. There's only seven teams allowed in the playoffs this year, which is an upgrade from from years past for those of you who follow the NFL with recent changes and i think this year they i think they're going to go to a 17 playoffs um throughout uh, as they go throughout the their time but i think this year they just did that i think partly but due to the pandemic and everything going on so right below the dolphins are you got the ravens here then below them the raiders patriots and then broncos it's interesting. Only four AFC teams on the bubble. And then we have the NFC <laughs> with the Packers. They've got the number one seed right now. And the Saints, they've, they're number two. But Packers and Saints are tied both at 10 and three. But the Packers have the tiebreaker as of right now. And that loss to the Eagles could hurt the Saints getting from getting that number one seed. Um, right now, the three seed is the Rams, four is Washington. Somehow. Five is Seattle. Sixth is Tampa Bay. Seventh are the Cardinals. And then out of the playoffs right now, if we were to end the season today, in the bubble, we've got the Minnesota Vikings, the Bears, the Lions, the 49ers, the Giants, the Eagles, the Cowboys, and lastly, the Carolina Panthers, in some way, these four and nine teams somehow are still in a playoff, in the playoff hunt mathematically, pretty much. Um, but 
I think overall, this is a very interesting playoff bracket. You've got seven for the NFC on the bubble right now, which is just amazing. It's really funny to see just how different. You've got four in the bubble for the AFC, and then the NFC, you've got seven. I'm just like, that's Actually, wild. eight for the NFC. Eight, that's my wild. Bad. Eight, my bad. Um, Honestly, it's really interesting to see. You've got Washington at the four seed as of right now, even though they're six and seven, and the Seahawks are the fifth seed at nine and four. You know, it's only because they're Washington's winning their division as of now. If they win that division, of course, they're going to get the higher seed. Some people don't like that rule, but it is the way that it is. Honestly, I think this is a very interesting playoff hunt because, I mean, I think especially on the NFC, you've got the Packers and Saints who look as of right now to be the two best teams. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's MVP. He might, I think he might just be the MVP this year because, you know, we've talked about it before, but I mean, he's just putting in work. And it seems like when he does that, people don't really notice. And it's kind of funny. I feel like we're just so accustomed to greatness to Aaron Rodgers and how he plays that we just kind of ignore when he does right now we're all focused on Patrick Mahomes which I mean he's a very talented quarterback but that's how it works when we see something new we tend to look at it and Aaron Rodgers he's not new he's been doing this for a while we know how great he is so when he goes out and throws six touchdowns in a game people don't really care as much because they've seen him do it other times or they're just like that's Aaron Rodgers what do you expect um the Saints right now I think they're going to have to probably win the rest of their games. I mean, either way, they've made the playoffs. But I will say the Saints sometimes in the years past have looked good midseason. They look like a real Super Bowl contender. And then something happens in the middle of the season or towards the latter end. They don't look quite as good. And then something tragic in the playoffs happens. So I'm not saying that's going to happen this time, but my goodness, like three, I believe it's been three times in a row. The saints have just lost in the worst ways possible in the playoffs. So yep. why not make it four? who knows? <laughs> Let's take a moment to acknowledge that I'm still hurting from that Super Bowl loss against the saints a while ago. So Cold there's this very yep. small part of me that every time the saints lose in spectacular fashion in the playoffs, there's a very small part of me that's like, <laughs> you know, as a Panther. I do fan like myself, Drew Brees. Yeah. I like the Saints, but like, there's a small part of me that's like, ah. That's fair. As a Panthers fan, yeah, we, we don't like the Saints, but you know, I'm not gonna sit here and just be like, I hope they lose. We're gonna cover them fairly. We're gonna cover all teams fairly, um, for sure, as fair as we can be. And so, I don't know, Chelsea. What do you think about this playoff hunt? I mean, I think we know who the heavyweights are, right? Especially in the NFC. And then the Chiefs are good. The Steelers, the Steelers are a good team, but they are in a rut right now. So it will be interesting to see how they end their regular season because they're obviously going to the playoffs, right? So we're going to see more of them. But I'm interested to see if they can pull together some of their issues that they have before the playoffs because if they can't, I think that they're beatable, but if they do pull it together, they're obviously very good, have a very good defense. They have talent on offense. It's just, can that talent perform? Because their defense, they perform, right? Their defense is really good, but is James Conner going to pull it together? 
last week. I don't know how many rushing yards they had, but it was not a lot. They have no running game. Ben Roethlisberger is not known to throw it deep. So they resort to short to mid passes. And if you have guys who are dropping passes in the middle of the field, you're going to resort to dink and dunk. And if you resort to dink and dunk and have no running game, people are going to know how to play you. So it's going to be interesting to see if their offense can pull it together. I know that Deontay Johnson, one of their wide receivers, has the most drops in the NFL, which is not something that you want as an 11-2 and team trying to vie for an AFC championship, right? That's, that's not going to fly. And it's really unfortunate for them because Deontay Johnson, I think, is what? Their wide receiver three or four? Now, you know, luckily, he's not their wide receiver one. They have Juju, who's consistently reliable. But, I mean, people are going to double-team Juju. You know, they're going to put really good cornerbacks on Chase Claypool. And who's going to be left? It's going to be people like Deontay Johnson. And if he can't catch the ball, you know, I don't know. I mean, as a Colts fan, trust me, Steelers fans, I understand your frustration at Eric Ebron. He had his best year with the Colts, but even still, there were some moments where I was like, Eric, catch the ball, please. And, you know, he is widely known in the NFL to have drop issues. And those drop issues have resurfaced this year with the Sealers, which is really unfortunate because I think that Eric Ebron is a good player. And I think that he has an opportunity to really show what he can do. It's just interesting how much thought can go into something as simple as catching a football, right? For such a, you know, a good offense that they have, you would think that they would not have these issues. You'd think that James Conner, who's really good, would go out and perform, right? You would think that Deontay Johnson and Eric Ebron, among others, would go out and perform for Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger should not be the one that the Steelers are leaning on on this team. Is he good? Yeah. Can he perform? Absolutely. But he has an amazing cast around him. If you are going to rely on someone on this team, it should not be Ben Roethlisberger. It should be your amazing wide receiver core and your amazing running back. It should not be him. At this point in his career, honestly, he should probably just be a game manager. Like, can he go and win games? Absolutely. But I mean, he's aging, has a surgically repaired elbow, which, by the way, has not hindered him at all this year. He's been amazing. Even after that surgery, people thought he wasn't going to be the same, and he's been even better than he's ever been. But I just don't know if you can rely on him solely in the playoffs. Without a running game, I don't think Ben Roethlisberger is going to win them a Super Bowl. So their running, their running game is going to have to pull it together. Their receivers are going to have to do hours and hours of the jug machine because these issues should not be present on an 11-2 and two team. Mm. They're a really talented team. And have they dropped a couple? Yeah, that does not take away from their talent. But it has showcased some of the prevalent issues on their team. And if they do not remedy those issues by the time they go and play teams like the Bills in the playoffs, by the time they go and play high-flying offenses like the Browns and the Titans, you know, I don't know if I'd take the Steelers in a shootout. I just don't, you know? So I think it's interesting to just see where they're going to go. Um, I do think, I hope the Dolphins make it in over the Ravens. Um, 
I want to see Tua in the playoffs. We know what the Ravens are capable of. And I want to see if the Dolphins' defense can perform, right? And I do think that the Cardinals will make it in as the seventh seed in the NFC, but I don't think that they deserve to go to the playoffs. Um, I think the only reason they're getting in right now is because they're seventh seed. If this rule didn't exist for this season and it was just six seeds, I don't think that the Cardinals make it. And I don't think that they should, right? I think they're a talented team, but I think they have issues. And, you know, I hope that they remedy them. I think Kyler is a good quarterback. I think that Hopkins is the best wide receiver in the NFL with that amazing catch a couple of weeks ago we discussed. But, you know, I just don't really see foresee them going anywhere in the playoffs. Um, I think the Bucs could get hot and beat some people, but I don't see them taking down a Packers or a Saints, especially with Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think the Browns could be a sleeper if their defense wakes up. And I think that the Colts are one of the hottest teams in the league right now, not to be biased, but we finally got our run game together and it appears T.Y. Hilton is back from the dead. And we were nine and four without him doing anything for about two thirds of the season. So if T.Y. Hilton and Jonathan Taylor wake up, I think that we can go out and beat, you know, a good amount of teams. I don't think we can go out and beat anyone. You know, I don't think we could go beat the Chiefs in a shootout because, I mean, Philip Rivers has a torn foot muscle. He can't even move. So it's not like he's going to be able to escape their pass rush. But, you know, I think that the Colts could go out and win a couple games in the playoffs. I think that they could knock off someone big, like maybe the Seahawks or maybe the Bucks. You know, I don't know. But it's a very intriguing playoff picture. I think the Rams are a sleeper. I think that if they go out and beat a Packers or a Saints, that they could vie for the Super Bowl. I think they're legit, and I think no one talks about them. And I think Sean McVay is one of the best coaches in the league right now. So it's just a really, really interesting playoff picture. And I hope that, honestly, it stays the way that it is. I hope the way that it is right now, I hope that's how it looks when the playoffs start. Because it presents a lot of interesting matchups and a lot of big games. So it's just very exciting to me. I think that all of these teams have promise. I think some have more than others. But there's going to be some some really good games in this playoffs. And I'm so excited to sit on my couch with some popcorn and just have a good time. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's not really, you know, looking at the playoffs, there's just a lot of teams that I think could be I mean, I don't know. Are we going to see a wild card Super Bowl winner? I don't know. I mean, I you are right. Yeah. I do think there are some teams that are definitely more promising than others, but each of them yeah. have respectable talent on their own. I mean, look at the Arizona Cardinals are the last seed in the NFC, which, yeah, they haven't looked great recently. They did just win their game this week, but I mean, they're the last seed. And obviously we've seen that they're talented and Miami's obviously what we've seen it. They're, they're talented. I'm just, I'm impressed. I, I really like what we're going to see in the playoffs as of now. I could see some cha- big changes coming too, but I think, I think it's going to be a good one. I, I'm looking forward yeah, to this mean, year's playoffs. I agree. If a Bills team or a Seahawks or a Browns or a Bucks team gets hot, I mean, who knows how far they could go because mm-hmm. the Seahawks, they haven't looked that great in the last few weeks, but if the Seahawks pulled together on defense and Russell Wilson stops turning the ball over, they could go out and beat anyone, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that we have some teams that are definitely better than some of their records look right now. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, it could, it could be anyone who goes and wins the Super Bowl. If any of the top dogs mess up, it could be anyone, which is just very exciting to me. The most boring playoff pictures are the ones where you know who the best teams are. They always win. They always win the Super Bowl. Those are the most boring. I don't think that this playoff picture is like that. You know, I think that this playoff picture could be anyone. The most boring playoffs were every year the Patriots would get the one seed. Every year the Patriots would win the Super Bowl. And I'm not just saying that as a Colts fan. It's just, it gets boring. You know, you want to see other teams go out and win the Super Bowl, even if you don't like them. It just gets boring. So let's see, like, some sleeper team win the Super Bowl. Let's see, like, the Browns win the Super Bowl. What the heck? I mean, it could happen. It's 2020. Exactly. It'll be 2021 by then. So maybe the years will go back to normal once that hits. But but who knows? We might still have some remnants by Super Bowl time. But I think next we are going to get into our hot take for the week. So Chelsea, what do we got this week? So shout out to our friend Kyle for sending me this very passionate hot take this week. Hot take of the week is the Eagles will win the NFC East behind Jalen Hurts. Dun, dun, dun. So here's his justification, and then we'll discuss. So Jalen Hurts' ability to run the football puts less pressure on the mediocre offensive line, which gives the offense more opportunities to make plays. They play the Washington football team the last week of the season, and winning that game could end up sealing the division for either team. So that's a game to watch for sure. Uh, Hurts may not put up big stats throwing the ball yet, but he will not make as many costly mistakes slash turnovers that Wentz has made, which has cost them a lot of games. Now, in the game we saw with Hertz starting, he didn't do that, right? He didn't put the ball on the ground. He didn't throw any picks. But we also only seen one game of him. So it'll be interesting to see if that continues. The receivers are back healthy and are finally playing well. And the defense has the ability to show up and show out. Hence, shutting out a Saints offense for the entire first half. So, what do we think? I know we both picked Washington to win the NFC East, but what do we think about this justification? You know, I mean, you're okay. I think this is truly a hot take. This is a hot take. And, um, okay. So, right now, if I am correct, I believe the Eagles are down. I believe they are down two games in the playoff standings. Yeah, they they are. They are down. They only have four wins and a tie. Washington has six wins. I could see that game going like that Washington Eagles game. That could be the division winner. I, I it could be. I don't I don't know. But you're banking on that. You're gonna have to bank on the fact that the Giants are gonna have to lose and the Washington and Washington is also going to have to lose their next couple games and the Eagles have to play some tough teams. They have to play the Cardinals who they're not a pushover. I mean, I don't believe they are. I think that they had a good win this past week against the giants who were coming in confident and defensively ready. And then you've got the Cowboys after, I mean, I don't think they're very good. It's the NFL, though. You never know what's going to happen. Eagles have beaten the Cowboys before. Um, they look a little – Cowboys look a little bit better than they did then. But, I mean, I could see the Eagles beating them. And then you've got the Washington Eagles game last game of the year. So, I mean, I could see that last game coming down to it. But right now, it's looking very unlikely that they're going to win the division. If they do, I will give props. I mean, 
hey, like I will, I will give all the props to them. Right now, I'm still going with Washington. All Washington has to do to beat out the, to beat them out is to win. I think I believe if they just win two games, I mean they're in, they they've beaten the Eagles because the Eagles can't catch up to them. Um, What's the rest of their schedule? Who's Washington? Washington has to play. I believe I know they have to play the Panthers and they have to play the Eagles. And then there is one other team that please forgive me that I am missing right now, but I can get back to it in a second. But I think, okay, they play the Seahawks next. My bad. Washington plays Seattle this coming week. So, yeah, I mean, that could be a game that they lose. And and so I can kind of see the hot take uh, being justified by that. And I do believe the Seahawks need potentially need to win this game. They need to win at least probably two more, one or two more. So to be in the playoffs. So Seattle's going to come in determined and ready. I don't think they're going to overlook Washington. And so I think Washington will lose to Seattle. I think they'll beat the Panthers. Yeah. Oh, that could be a close game. It could be. And the Eagles game has the potential to be a good game, but I do think Washington could go out and beat the Eagles. Don't think they're going to beat the Seahawks. So if you can at least beat the Panthers and the Eagles, you've got it done. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think Washington, I mean, you can see they're talented defensively. I think as of right now, they're looking to be the best team. But the Eagles beating the Saints, I mean, that was huge for them. So they are still in the hunt. But we're just going to have to see. I will give this hot take credit when if it becomes true. As of right now, I don't think that's going to happen. But hey, people have counted the Eagles out before. So... And then they it won the Super Bowl. It is factually based, though, so I will give him credit for that. Jalen Hurts is talented, presents an interesting twist on the offense that Wentz has not, and we've only seen one game of it. So who knows? Maybe it will exponentially make the Eagles better. I don't know. Only time will tell. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to go with Washington personally. But I do think that with Jalen Hurts, the Eagles have a better chance of winning the division than the Giants do. So I put the Giants at third and the Eagles at second and Washington at first still, because I just don't think Daniel Jones is going to take the Giants to the playoffs, even in a mediocre NFC East. But I do think that after seeing Jalen Hurts perform that the Eagles are second in the race right now, but I don't think that they're going to beat out Washington. I think Washington's still going to make it, but let us know what you guys think. Send us your thoughts on this hot take on our socials. Yes, please do. As of right now, Washington is beating the Eagles as far as, you know, they they beat them first game of the year, 17-27. So, I mean, as of right now, they have that. But, I mean, yeah, if the Eagles end up winning their last game against them, that could it could go to a tie. What if we see a tie in this division? I mean, honestly, uh, that, I don't 2020. think that, that wouldn't really surprise me. It'd be, it'd be interesting, and I would definitely – I'd be willing to see, you know, they have tie protocols and they go down to a lot of different things, but that'd be really interesting to see that with this division. For sure. Well, let's take a moment to transition into our most fun part of this podcast, our game picks. Heck yeah. Which I am still winning 57 to 53, but there are some tough matchups this week. So Wiles might overtake me this week. Well, we'll see. I'm only four games behind right now, so only I'm four. coming for it's you. 57-53. He's coming for me. 
All right. So the first game, we got the Chargers at the Raiders. I'm going to go. You know, I'm going with an upset pick. I'm going with the Chargers. And the reason I say that is because the Chargers, they don't look very good. And I will admit to that. But the Raiders at times don't look very good either. I mean, they almost lost to the Jets if the Jets wouldn't have called one of the most baffling defensive play calls I've seen in a while. The Chargers, they they look good at times. They can't finish a game, and they seem to just want to throw games away, and it amazes me, especially that Chargers-Atlanta game. I mean, that just went about as it should have, in my opinion. But the Chargers, I mean, they can look good for a while, so... You know, I'm going with the upset pick. I'm picking the Chargers. I'm going to pick the Raiders in a bounce-back victory from getting beat by the Colts last week. I think that John Gruden is going to be mad and that I think that the Raiders are going to play well. I think Josh Jacobs might be fully healthy for this game. And if so, I yeah, I got the Raiders in this one. All right. Next game we got Bills at Broncos. I'm going the Bills. I think they look really legit as of now. I think they might just be the second best team in the AFC. I mean, they just beat the Steelers, so they do have some way that they can argue there. Now are the Steelers just kind of on a downward spiral? Not entirely. Like I I mean, you can go back. I called it this last week. I said that I think the Steelers are gonna have a rough patch in the season, and that's just normal for teams. That happens. Welcome to most other teams. Those Steeler fans, I still don't think it's something to panic over. Losing now, if they lose like three and then four in a row, I'd be like, okay, maybe there is something going wrong here. But as of right now, I think they're fine. But I called it. I think the Bills right now might just be the second best team in the AFC. They might be the best. I they could beat the Chiefs. I'm not saying it's a hundred percent. I'm but I could see them potentially pulling out a win against them because I think they have a little bit more like a, as a team, as a whole, it's not so lopsided. Their offense is very good, but their defense can is legit too. So I'm going with them. Yeah. I'm going to pick the bills, even though drew lock had the game of his life last week against the Panthers with four touchdowns. I'm still going with the bills. They're too good. Right. Next game we got here, Panthers at Packers. This is a national TV game on a Saturday night. Yikes. So, okay, Christian McCaffrey's still not playing for the Panthers. I just don't think they're going to play him anymore because, I mean, the season's basically over. There's basically no playoff chance. So, and the Packers, they're looking real. I mean, they just beat the Lions, which, I mean, they're not a great team, but Lions are competitive and for, for the most part, and the Packers... I mean, they look to be the best team in the NFC. It'd be great for me as a Panthers fan to see them pull out an upset win against the Packers. But if I had to pick this game as objectively as I can, I'd pick the Packers to win this game. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Packers too um, because Aaron Rodgers. Also because the Panthers are not McCaffrey. Also, the Panthers had a COVID outbreak. So he, who even knows who will be playing in this game? But yeah, I got the Packers. I think they're healing from it as of right now. I know oh, okay. DJ Moore was one That's of the good. people on that list, but I, I don't believe. I think that they're healing from that and they'll be okay by, by Saturday. But we'll okay, see what happens. Good. 
but this season's also wacky. So you could see this being pushed back. I don't know what's going to happen. But next game, we got Texans at Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts on this one. I think they're a legit team, and I think they got to win this game if they want to make it to the playoffs. They they can't really afford to lose many games now, so I'm going with them. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts too because T.Y. Hilton owns the Texans, and he went off against them in their first game at NRG, which is T.Y. Hilton's second home. So, yeah, I got the Colts. I think T.Y. is going to look good. I think Phil Rivers is going to look good. I'm hoping Philip Rivers doesn't take a sack from J.J. Watt because of his poor foot. But, yeah, I think Taylor's on a roll now, and I think that this is going to be a fun game to watch as a Colts fan, especially with Will Fuller out now. And, you know, because he was the best wide receiver on the team out because of um, a drug suspension. But, yeah, I got the Colts in this game. Not televised because, honestly, it probably won't be too interesting of a game. Though you never know. I mean, the first game, we almost blew it. Shout out to the Texans center for being the Texans center and helping us win. But, seriously, I like I do hope that Deshaun gets some help around him because I hate to see Deshaun just getting thrashed week after week after week after week after week because his team is just bad. and. They signed him to a mass contract, and I just wonder if he's regretting that at this point because he just has still looked spectacular even on a bad team. So imagine the numbers he could put up on, like, the Chiefs or something or the Steelers or something like that. I would love to see Deshaun out of the division, not because I'm a Colts fan, but because I feel bad for him. He's immensely talented, and he deserves a better team. (laughs) But I got the Colts in this game. All right. Next game, we got Jets at Rams. I'm going with the Rams. I think they have a legit defense. I think they're even a potential Super Bowl caliber team. They look good. I don't know if they're the best in the NFC. I don't think as of right now we can say that because of Green Bay and the Saints. But, hey, they just, I mean, they spanked the Patriots on national TV. I mean, they didn't even make it look close. I mean, that game was, I mean, Rams defense showed up and ready. Now, I know the Patriots' offense isn't the best, and guess what? In this game, neither are the Jets' offense. But, yeah, I'm going with the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams in this game, too, but I wrote a note. For some reason, I think the Jets will be competitive in this game. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me why. I just have a feeling, and maybe I'm completely wrong. But I don't know. I just – maybe the Jets will be competitive. I mean, they fired their defensive coordinator, so maybe their defense will be better. I don't know. Regardless, I still have the Rams. But I do think that this will be an interesting game for Jets fans for some reason. Maybe I'll be right. Maybe I'll be wrong. Call me out on social media if I'm wrong. All right. Call her out. I'm kidding. I mean, you can. She did ask for it. So (laughs) She did ask for it. Hey, there's only one way to grow this thing, and it's by people getting angry, right? No, just kidding. Oh man, you're the sad part is you're not entirely wrong, but yeah. do I want? Do we want to go down that path? Not really, but you know. All right. Shout me out in a loving and graceful way. <laughs> All right, next game we got here: Lions at Titans. I'm going with the Titans. I think King Henry is going to have a good day, and I do think the Lions will stay competitive but I'm going with the Titans to win this one. I got the Titans too, because Derrick Henry. All right. 
<laughs> I love it. All right, next game we got Bucks at Falcons. I'm going with the Bucks. I don't think the Falcons are the bottom of the league, but they're definitely down there, uh, to be honest with you. And they just they just don't look very good. They, I mean, they really. I know everyone's harped on it a hundred times, but they just don't do well in the clutch. I mean, it's. Against the Saints, they didn't do well. Against the Chargers, they really didn't do that well against them in the clutch. It's just not looking good. So, and the Bucks, I mean, at this point, they just got to win. They got to win these games. They got to at least make the playoffs. And if they don't, like, this is a very bad season. But I do think they will. But, like, if the Bucks, you know, a lot of people are hard on them this season. But if the Bucks honestly make the playoffs, none of that talk matters anymore. You just got to win your games. And in my opinion, the Bucks got to treat as if the playoffs are here today. And if they can treat it like that and they can play well coming into the postseason and then get a win or two off, then the season doesn't look as bad as people thought it was going to be at, at one point in the season. I mean, I do think they're a legit team, but I think they got to beat the Falcons here. I'd like to see them do it convincingly. I want the Bucks to show me and to show the world that, hey, we are a legit Super Bowl contender with real talent. Now, this is their chance. Like, go out and show it at the end of this regular season. Make yourself a formidable team. Make people fear you. Like, do something, you know? Do something to tell the league, hey, we're still here. Just because the Saints and Packers are up at the top of the league doesn't mean we're gone. Like, we still got Brady. We still got good good players so i'd just personally like to see them make a statement go out and blow out the falcons go out and do something you know yeah i'm gonna pick the bucks too it'll be interesting i think that this will be a good game to see if bruce arians is finally gonna do what tom brady wants him to do he's finally going to play to brady's strengths and not his weaknesses and if this is a close game, there are serious concerns about the Bucks. I think that there are already serious concerns, but if they can not crush the Falcons, because, you know, the Falcons, they are an NFL team. They're filled with professionals. They can go out and beat anyone. That's just the NFL. But let's be real. They're not that good. So, yeah, I agree with you. If the Bucks go out and absolutely dismantle the Falcons, that makes them look a lot more intimidating. But if they don't, I don't know what to think of this team. Yeah, I mean... It's not to say that they have to do that all the time or that the Falcons won't put up any type of game. The Falcons have proven that they can get in a close game. They just can't pull the win out of that game. And the Bucks, I mean, as of now, I just want to see something from them, like a statement win. I know this this won't be the week for it. And, you know, I think it won't be there till the playoffs truly hit. And but I think they got to win these couple games. I would like to see them win out the rest of their season. Not because like I'm a fan of the Bucks or something like that, but I mean, I just I think it if they want to be a real Super Bowl contender, I'd like to see them win out and I'd like to see them win a playoff game at least and just show the world, hey, you know, Tom Brady, he's competitive as can be. He is all about football. He's all in for football. All right, let's see it. Let's see it on the field. I know it may not be that easy, but anyways, we've spent enough time talking about that. But next game we got here, Jags at Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens. 
I think that they are still in gotta win mode and you know they gotta treat every week also as if it's the playoffs now because if they're gonna make it they gotta win out in my opinion yeah I got the Ravens too if they drop a game to the Jags I'm done with the Ravens I I agree next game Patriots at Dolphins. I'm going with the Dolphins. I think they're going to have a bounce back win. I don't even think they looked bad against the Chiefs, but I think they got to win this one definitely as well if they're going to beat out the Ravens for the playoffs. So, Yeah, I got the Dolphins too, though we've seen some very competitive game between Patriots of old and the Dolphins of old, but mm-hmm. I still got the Dolphins in this game. They're clearly a more talented team than the Patriots, and I think that their defense will look good against a not the same cam newton Mm -hmm. however the patriots did beat the dolphins first game of the year now was their team different yes but they did do it so we'll see what happens next game bears at vikings i'm going with the vikings on this one i still think that they could potentially make the playoffs they definitely look like you know they look like a solid team at times and i just don't think the bears are very good in my opinion um i've just i i'm not convinced and so i'm going with the vikings i'm picking the upset i'm picking the bears i think the bears have the better defense and honestly if you look at trubitsky's stats this year they're really not horrible he's just horribly inconsistent but i'm gonna pick mitch trubitsky not being inconsistent this week and i think they're gonna win all right. Next game, we got Browns at Giants. I'm going with the Browns. I think they're going to have a bounce back win. I think they're going to get to 10 wins this season. And when was the last time that happened? Who knows? But I think they're. I'm going with them to beat the Giants in this one. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Browns too. I don't think that they're going to drop 42 on that Giants defense though because their defense is pretty good. But I don't think their offense will be able to keep up. And I still think that, you know, the Browns will probably drop, you know, 27, something like that on the Giants. So I still got the Browns. All right. Next game, Seahawks at Washington. I'm going to go with Washington. I'm going with the upset pick. I think they can beat Seattle. I mean, they've shown they can beat the Steelers. They've they've beaten undefeated team. They're on a roll right now. The Seahawks, they've been shaky. They Sometimes they look good. Other times they don't. They did just blow out the Jets, but that are that is the Jets. This is a different team. And while it's still a losing record team, it's still a team that I believe looks decent. So I'm going to go with Washington on this one. See, I am going to go with Seattle, but somehow it'll be close. It'll be competitive and it'll be close, but I got Russell Wilson over Alex Smith, but it'll be close somehow. All right. Next game, Eagles at Cardinals. I'm going with the Cardinals. As of right now, I think that they have been the better team. I know we had last week with the Eagles and I'm not taking that out of consideration. I just think if you look at the season as a whole, which I think fans need to do more often because sometimes we have very short-term memory and we just think of what happened in the past three days instead of what's been going on throughout the whole season. Um, The Cardinals, I know they haven't looked fantastic, but 
the Eagles just haven't looked good this year for the most part. They looked good last game, and that could transfer into this one. And the Cardinals were able to beat the Giants pretty convincingly. So, but as of now, if I'm being objective, I had to go with the Cardinals. Shout out to my bro, Kyle. I'm taking the Eagles in the upset. I think Hertz is going to look good again. And I think that it will be a low scoring game somehow, but I do think the Eagles will win. I think they're going to go and shock Kyler Murray. Cliff Kingsbury is not going to know what hit them. And I got Jalen Hurts having another good game. And I think the Eagles defense will look semi-decent against Kyler Murray somehow. All right. I mean, I think it'll be an interesting one. All right. Next, we got Chiefs at Saints. This is a big time game. It's at four o'clock too. It's not even the night game. Honestly, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think the Saints will put up a good game. I think this could be a game anywhere eh, within a score to 10 points. Could be. Could be a blowout. Who knows? The Saints have played teams before that everyone thought it was going to be this super hype, close matchup, and it just ended up a dud at the Bucks, 38-3. to So I'm going to go with the Chiefs, but who knows? I think it'll be a good game. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Chiefs in this game too, but I will add a side note. I think the Chiefs may lose if Drew Brees plays because I know I heard a report that they don't want to play Brees until he's 100%. I don't know if he's going to be 100% this week. Drew Brees doesn't play. The Chiefs are going to destroy them, their defense at least. I think they'll drop at least 24 on the Chiefs or on the Saints defense if Brees doesn't play. But I mean, you put Brees in there, there is no one better arguably in NFL history at picking you apart. And that Chiefs defense we've talked about is suspicious. And if they were going to get picked apart by anyone, it would be Drew Brees. So if Drew Brees plays, I think it's a shootout. I think that they could win, but ultimately I'm still going to pick the Chiefs. But I think that how good this game will be really hinges on if Brees plays at 100% or not. Yeah. If Drew Brees plays or if he doesn't, could be a huge could be a huge deal on whether or not the Saints can pull this one out. Starts Jameis Winston. No, just kidding. Next game, we got the 49ers at Cowboys. I'm going to go with the 49ers for this one. I don't have a ton to say on this game. I don't really feel like it's a huge game in my opinion. Obviously, to 49ers and Cowboys fans, it might feel, you know, obviously they care about it. But for me, I just, I'm going to go with the 49ers. I don't think the Cowboys are very good. They had a decent win against the Bengals, but the Bengals are also quarterbackless or without They're their starting the quarterback. Yeah, they they looked competitive with Burrow. They don't have Burrow anymore. And the Cowboys, yes, they were able to beat them convincingly, but I, I'm i going to go with the 49ers on this one. You got to feel for the 49ers because I really think they would have been a much better team this year if healthy. So who knows? I mean, they've had injury team riddled teams before, and then the next year they came back and did something like a couple of years ago when they were very injury riddled and one of the worst teams in the NFL got the number two picked pick picked Nick Bosa and along and got other pieces together and was able to make a Super Bowl run. So who knows? 49ers could be your year next year if you're healthy, but we'll see. Yeah, I put 49ers question mark because honestly, this game is a game that's happening and no one really cares about it. 
except the fan bases. But I do think the 49ers can go out and beat a Dak Prescott-less Cowboys team. So I got the Niners. All right. Next game, Steelers at Bengals. I know the Steelers have dropped two in a row, but I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one. Yeah, I got the Steelers too. I don't foresee the Steelers dropping a game to Joe Burrow-less Bengals. If they do, there's seriously something up. Yeah, I mean, I would say if the Steelers lose this one, then Steelers fans might want to hit the panic button, but I don't think they're going to lose this one. I agree. All right. So thanks for listening, everyone. That's all we have for today. But tune in next week for more content for another episode of Launch Codes Football. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at underscore LC football underscore and Instagram at Launch Codes Football and our YouTube channel, Launch Codes Football. My name is Chelsea. Chris, not Chelsea. That would be odd. What? (laughs) Uh, Apparently, my my name is Chris. No, just kidding. And I'm Chelsea. And we'll see you all next week. Bye.